I'm not sure if you can hear me or if you just hear the heater in the back but I put it on low so hopefully you can hear me okay I don't have my mic on but hopefully it's not going to be too bad the sound quality just right now it's around 10 and where I am it's about it gets really quiet around well it's quiet overall but it's like no cars or anything around 9 and actually it's gonna be the full moon in an hour when I'm recording this and I'm just gonna tell you I'm lying in bed reading a book because that's what I do um, not out loud <laughs> that's for sure although reading it out loud does definitely make me fall asleep earlier that's for sure um, out of sheer exhaustion half honestly but so it's about 10 30 p.m it's quiet as a pin outside everywhere around here and just imagine you know you're lying in a bed super dark you just hear it and then out of nowhere you hear a high pitch scream that's short sweet but continuous that sounds like a bark, a cat, a fox crying, high pitch. At one time, first it did sound like a person. Not gonna lie, I was like, "Ooh, do should I be concerned here?" It sounded something like, <laughs> but like really higher, because you know, right now it's dark and I don't really want to be loud, but like as loud as it was. Um, but imagine that, but, um, 10, about five, no, about 10 times louder, high, higher pitch consecutively for about at least a minute. And it, it moved too. The sound moved, um, like down the street or something. Um, I don't know what it was. I was getting concerned. At first, I was like, am I just going to be bystander effect? You know, that there's that study of a bystander effect of a, um, being in a city and you hear a scream and, a scream and um, the study. Well, it's not even a study. It's actually reality. No one called the police because they all expected the other person to call the police. And that's the bystander effect. Don't be that person. But I was also like, hold on. Do I call the police for this or... I don't know what this is, you know? And I almost wanted to lean back and be like, it's okay, it's fine, I don't think it's... But then, it, I don't think it's human, so I'm like, it should be fine, right? And then at some point, I was like, wait, now I'm a little concerned, because it sounds like this, if... I feel like it's an animal. I'm trying to tell myself it's an animal, or else... God, that's scary to think about. I mean, I mean, if you have followed me for a long time, there was this part where around my area there was like an axe murder kind of vibe well but i was reading the news and it was like did he really use an axe i don't know and she didn't die so there's that but which is great i think this is an animal but it started getting so concerning that i was like i'm concerned that it's really in pain and i kind of want to know what it is in case it really is in pain or something 
What would I do if it was a cat or a dog? I don't know. Not sure. Um, but I wanted to at least try to see. So I opened my door and then I was like, maybe not open my door in case. What if it's rapid or something? I don't know. But I looked through the window. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm not even wearing my glasses right now. <laughs> it's dark too. <laughs> and then I looked out my kitchen window and I'm like, I don't see anything. And the sound kind of stopped. Don't know. I should just do a reading, shouldn't I? Oh, I should, shouldn't I? Okay, well. I know it's a little late, but don't worry, I'll put a timestamp. I mean, by now you'll see it in the summary. I'll put a timestamp in the summary, so hopefully you guys can go right to it. I just need to find out what book I'm recommending you. That's a horror book, which I haven't read in a long time. This is why I was asking for recommendations. Whew. <laughs> okay, so I finally found it. So let's start. The stream... The stream... Jesus... The scream came from the scholar who had stayed up all night reading. The moment Song Si, I hope I'm saying this right, like I said, I apologize pre-handedly, pre-handedly, pre-handedly for all the names. The moment Song Si realized it, he intentionally slowed down. The two disciples from the Mo Yao sect overtook him and broke down the door to enter the room. Even before he entered the room, he could smell the thick stench of blood in the air. Song Si felt an ill sense of foreboding. When he stepped into the room with Big Beard, capital B, capital B, Song Si saw a black, badly mutilated corpse sprawled on the floor. His attire was soaked in blood and had turned scarlet. He was casually discarded on one side. The corpse looked as if it had been skinned alive. The scene was both savage and terrifying. Song Si took a look and immediately turned his line of sight away while Big Beard uttered a small cry of alarm. The faces of the two Mo Yao, capital M, capital Y, disciples turned ugly. One of them picked up the red apparel on the ground, put it under his nose, and smelled it. He said to his Xilong, Is that how you say it? Xilong. She, I she, she shall. Okay. This is Junior's disciples' form of this address for male seniors in the same set. She, she, she shall. Ah, crap. I'm gonna have to look that up. I don't know how to pronounce that. There is no smell. I'm afraid it's a human turned demon. It was then Song Si took a clear look and saw that the outfit was originally red and not soaked with blood as he had thought. Scrutinizing it, he noticed that this was the red dress worn by the maiden who was knocking on his door earlier. It seemed that 
Maiden had also knocked on the door of this scholar's room, and he had met with the misfortune after he opened the door for her. He shuddered at the thought that this woman had also knocked on his door earlier. Blood had spilled all over the ground. There was hardly a clean spot left. The junior disciple closed his two fingers together, and a small rays of white light appeared at his fingertips. He pointed at the corpse on the ground, and the glow slowly floated as the blood stain was gathered. Together with the wretched corpse, they vanished among the lights. How audacious this evil thing to create trouble right underneath our eyes. It's really arrogant. The senior disciple said in a cold tone. You saw it. It had nothing to do with us. Big Beard took the chance to clarify. The senior disciple gave a snort and said, That's hard to say. I think you guys are accomplices. Both of you stalled us in this courtyard to get this demon, to get, let this demon get its way here. I don't know what voice I'm giving him. <laughs> what he said was a little was a little reason, unreasonable. Song Si jumped on and said, "No, no, no! If you hadn't not insisted on attacking me earlier, you would been you wouldn't have been unaware that the demon." Was harming others here. What's more, if we really were accomplices, we would have attacked you. There's only two of you, and but there are three of us. Why would we be afraid of you? Big Beard pressed down his shoulder and said, in, and asked in a low voice, "Why are you provoking him?" "I'm not," Songxi said with a blank look. "I'm just reasoning with him." Look, he took a quick glance and saw that the Mo Yao senior disciple's face had turned red with fury. In a flash, he was already holding the sword in his hand. A greenish light surrounded him, and he gritted his teeth with so hard that a grinding sound could be heard. You brazen little demon! I'd just like to see how you're going to attack me. Song Si felt like he needed to explain something. You, you misunderstood. Stop talking nonsense with him. Hurry and go. Big Bear grabbed his arm and yanked it. Everything became a blur in front of his eyes. Song Si could only feel as if he was dragged by someone and swung around in circles. When he stopped, he discovered he was still in the scholar's room. Except that the two Moya disciples were no longer there. He cast a puzzled look at Big Beard around him. Where are those two? I created two dummies as a smokescreen. They went to chase after the dummies and won't be coming back for a while. Big Beard stretched himself and yawned. It's not time yet. Oh, let them ruin! I can't let them ruin my matters. This is so troublesome. Your matters? What matters? Song Si took two steps back and warily increased the distance between them. 
Are you in cahoots with a demon here? You little demon is too heartless. I saved your life earlier. Big Beard saw his action and pretended to be sad as he pointed to his face full of beard and ass. Do I look like a bad guy? In any case, you don't look like one of the good guys, Song Si answered honestly. You sure are a glib talker, he said in a huff. Saying so, he raised his hand and tore away the beard on his face, revealing an attractive face. At the same time, his fingers grew more slender. His skin gradually whitened. In a blink of an eye, he ru- rugged big beard. The rugged big beard had turned into a handsome man. He pulled his hair ribbon at random and tied his long hair with it. He smiled brilliantly at Song Si and asked, How about now? I look like a good guy now, right? Song Si was shocked at first, but then he felt that this man kind of looked familiar. His long hair was not ink black like others, but a dark red color which somehow seemed to be seductive. You, Song Si couldn't understand his action. Why did you dress up like that? The demon in this end hates those with good looks. If I hadn't dressed like that, she would have knocked my door down. The handsome man replied, Song Si, dot, da-da-dot, da-da-dot, he could not really think of anything to refute him. Little demon, hmm. you look a little strange. He stroked his chin as he sized Song Si up. He asked thoughtfully, Why are you here? Are you domestic or wild demon? Do you have a name? My humble self surname is Song Name Si. Even in his speech, Song Si never forgot his fake identity and replied, I came here to limit demons and to search for the demon gate. Capitalized D, capitalized G. The man was still laughing at his words, my humble self. But when he heard that the de- about the demon gate, his countenance changed. Song Si... I think you might as well be called Song Min. Why is that? Hold on. Song Min, sending oneself to doom. He's saying Song Si is asking to die. Okay. Where do I get back to that place? Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. Okay. Entering the demon's gate at this time? Aren't you just asking for death? He shook his head. I think you shouldn't go. Know your own place. And just stay in the human realm. Why? The team, the man asked. Now that Mo Zun, which I is the word I guess for demon lord, is reborn, the demon, capitalized D, and devil, capitalized D, realms are in turmoil. 
If you go, you will be devoured until there's nothing left of you. There's something my humble self needs to do in the demon realm. Please tell this humble self how I can find the demon gates. Song Si turned a deaf ear to his threats. The news of the demon lord's return had already spread to the world, so naturally Song Si had heard of it too. But he had no choice. The man was rather puzzled by his persistence. Why do you need to go to the demon realm? To look for the demon king, Song Si said with a sigh. Every time he talked about this, he felt hard-pressed to explain it. When the man heard this, he was stunned for a moment. Then he raised his eyebrows and looked out the room, saying, The demon realm is split into twelve demon capitals, but the demon king is not in any of these capitals. If you want to find him... You will have to cross three rivers and five capitals. You will not make it there alone. I will think of other ways. All you need to do is tell me. Song Si was getting angsty. From his words, this man seemed to know where the demon gate was, but for some reason refused to tell him. The man, however, assumed an enigmatic look. If you are determined to die, I will not stop you, but I can only tell you tomorrow night. Why do we have to wait until tomorrow? Songsi was confused. Is there a timing we need to pay special attention to? No, no. The man imitated Songsi's tone and said sadly. Because now I'm really sleepy. I'm going to bed. After saying so, he gave a big yawn. Beautiful eyes were covered. Oh shit, I ended up yawning. <laughs> His beautiful eyes were covered with mist. As he walked out, he muttered, Why does everyone like to stir up trouble in the middle of the night? There is no reason for songs to stop him from sleeping. He looked at his retreating back and actually shouted after. Then, then you must tell me tomorrow. The man waved his hand. After he returned to his room, Song Si realized he had not asked the other party's name and identity. Thus, he quickly walked to the room and extended his hand to knock on the door. Sire, please wait. I still have... I don't know who's speaking. Hold on. He has yet to finish talking when the door of the ancient room was suddenly pulled open. The former big beer reappeared before his eyes. He stared at Song Si and exclaimed, Goodness me, you really are my ancestor. Why are you knocking on that door? What? <laughs> Song Si, that was me. Song Si was so shocked that he curled up his fingers and looked blankly at Big Beard. It was then he noticed that he knocked on the wrong door. He took a few steps back and was about to speak when Big Bear raised his finger to his lips and said, Shh! Don't! <laughs>
say a word. Songsi was scarce stiff, stiffened by now and subconsciously shut his mouth. Big Beard nervously stared at the other door, and it was only after staring for quite a while that he slowly relaxed. His reaction was really unusual. He was not in the least bit nervous, even when the two Mo Yao disciples were making things difficult for them earlier. Yet now, he showed such an expression when all Song Si did was knock on the door. Song Si cast a puzzled look at the door. What was inside? Big Bear seemed to sense his doubt and said with a sigh, I was only just swapping my looks, and you nearly caused a big mess. If you wake Mr. Rong up, None of us will get any sleep tonight. He initially came to ask for his name, and now he had a fresh doubt. Who is Master Wrong? Big Bear glanced at him and begged him. Come here. Oh, shoot, I forgot a voice asked for him earlier. <laughs> Song Si approached him with his guard down and pricked his ears, only to feel a sudden pat on his head before his vision darkened. He quickly lost consciousness and his entire body limply tilted to one side. Big Beer stretched out his hand to catch him and drag him into his room. He said wearily, What a troublemaker. And that's the end. Oh, just a note when he says, um, Are you my ancestor? You know, the, um, in Chinese and Asian culture, ancestors are really important. So, like, are you my ancestor? Why do you bother me so much? And then I still let you do it, you know, kind of deal. So that's what that means, at least in my perspective. And so to read the footnotes, to clarify, there are two distinct realms in this novel, namely the Chinese word one and, and Chinese word two. Um, there are also two lords, Chinese word one and Chinese word two that I cannot pronounce. Mo is sometimes called demon, so to keep things consistent and clear in this novel, I will be calling Chinese word number one, demon realm, and Chinese word number two, devil realm. For more details and explanations, see the realm's glossary. What do you guys think about that? Our main character, um, Song Si, if I'm saying his name right, is right now pretending to be a Taoist monk, although he is a demon, apparently. He's not a bad demon, it seems. Uh, what is this called? Good, okay. What is this called? Are you interested? How do you feel? This is called Fox Demon Cultivation Manual. And let me read the summary. Hopefully they have a summary. Oh, the, to note, this is another, um, like, gay love, gay love story, but it is very, um, very entrenched in ancient China mythology, and that's what I'm saying when I say, even though it's not a horror story, it's very supernatural, and uh, it has a lot of cases that have to do with ancient China and mythology, I feel like are really fascinating and ultimately they are very interwoven. I could have given you a better, more um, 
well-known recommendation for this genre. Um, but I think, like, everyone's read that before, so I'm not going to do that. Give me a second. Okay. So, it is by... Let me see. It's at least in the author's English name is by... At least translated. Fang Yi Qiu Xing. Ah, is that am I saying that right? I don't know. Sorry if I didn't. It was published in 2019. Um, it has about 101 chapters. Um, if you know Chinese, definitely recommend this book. If you like supernatural and mythology and um, you support a good romance, I think that's a good romance too, despite not losing its way with um, mythology and supernatural. I really found all of the cases really intriguing, interwoven in it, and yeah. So let's read the description. It might give some, um, it might give some spoilers, I don't know, hopefully not. By, by some freak coincidence, Song Si mistakenly consumed the blood of the demon king, causing himself to become a demon too. A weak scholar, da da da, forced to suffer in silence. What was even more tragic was that no matter where he went, demons would attack him from all directions, praying for his blood, or they would squeeze his neck while interrogating him about his relationship with the demon king. As such, Song Si became an anti-fan of the Demon King. Regardless of who praised the Demon King, he would be the first to stand out and refute them. Song Si fled for his life as he searched for the gates leading to the Demon Realm. Along the way, he clung on the, to the thigh of an influential man and went to great pains to persuade him to slay the demon king together with him and restore peace to the human world. Song Si Sooner or later, I will skin the demon king, rip out the tendons off of him and drink his blood. Wrong by... This is spoilers. This is why, like, you shouldn't read the summary sometimes. Wrong by, smiling. I admire the way you think. Who knew that after entering the demon realm? Tens of thousands of men bowed his heads and kowtowed to this thigh beside him and shouting, Long live the demon king! Songsi was stunned. Wrong by, smiling. What did you say when we were going, what you were going to do when you came to the demon realm? Songsi, it, it's all a misunderstanding. Yeah, it's a bit of a... Sounds okay. Okay, to be fair. Sounds really like, mm, lowbrow. But, 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 to be fair, I think the cases in here, because they talk about very different, like a lot of different stories and supernatural stories that they saw. As far as I remember. Mm-hmm, as far as I remember. Because <laughs> uh, I haven't read this in a while. Uh, and I thought it was good. Uh, that's what I recall. And to be fair, to be fair, I was so troubled last night. 
That was so trouble last night. I initially started recording last night, but I just sat in my sofa looking at books, being like, what do I have to recommend that's horror? I have nothing. I have nothing. I have nothing times 10. And then I was I'm just going to sleep on this. I don't know. I picked some books that I read before that I thought were relatively in this genre. Like maybe this count, maybe it doesn't. I don't know. I don't know what to read from. I haven't read these books in a while. That's how it, that's how it went down. Okay, all right. Anyways, if you know Chinese, I do recommend that book. I don't know if a horror, but yeah. <sighs> I wonder if any of you guys have been reading my recommended books. Let me know how you what you think of them at my Twitter. Hey, M I D underscore N L or my email. You know. Always, always open, always open for feedback, homie. But regardless, that's my recommended book for this Wednesday's horror special. And tomorrow, I'll see you tomorrow with the English recommended books. In any case, as always, thanks for listening. <laughs>